<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, I just wanted to drop a little PSA, I want to say, before um, this episode starts. I kind of lose my shit a little bit, and I apologize <laughs> if you do not like foul language, harsh language, or anything like that. Please don't listen, because it's going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> just saying. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I didn't want to uh, basically blindside you with with me just losing my shit. Because there is some serious um, information being spread around that's bullshit. And, you know, it's scaring people and it doesn't need to and you know there's just a lot of anyway I'll I'll get into it in the episode but I just wanted to put this PSA out that I do get a little frustrated (laughs) because this is happening more and more and more and more and it's kind of annoying like that people don't understand a lot of these things but have a wealth of knowledge about them Um, that's not how it works in the real world so (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, I do, like I said, get a little heated, but um, if you disagree, uh, sorry, that's, you know, facts don't give a shit about your feelings, just saying, it's easy to look up this stuff, I'm not, you know, making any equations or anything, but anyway, uh, like I said, I uh, hope I don't drive you away, but if I do, uh, sorry, (laughs) not sorry, (laughs) all right, okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, why are you listening to this crap? It's trash. It's utter trash. This is, of course, the Utter Trash Podcast. I am your boy, Blue. I am that dude, Mr. Brightside himself, the garbage philosopher, Joshy, Sclavy, whatever you want to call me. That's your boy. That's me. Um, I bring this episode to you in the wake of a lot of Iran, Iraq, um, tomfoolery, we shall say. Um, Finally got to it. I was trying to get to this all night, but... uh, you know, trying to put the daughter to bed, and when she doesn't want to sleep, well, <laughs> there's not much I can do, because, yeah, she's a goober, but anyway, so, if I do break this, uh, podcast up a little bit, um, it's mostly, excuse me, mostly because, um, she is making a fuss, and duty calls, because, that's right, I am, your trash daddy. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't mind. Maybe that should have been the name of the podcast, Trash Daddy. Hmm. Hmm. So, okay. Uh, that being said, I'm not going to pull any punches when it comes to this because it's getting more and more prevalent. It, like I saw it with the Trump impeachment stuff where, you know, People were going bananas, you know, thinking, hey, yeah, he's done, you know. And now this, 
and this time I've really seen it. It's it's just it's bad. It is very bad the misinformation that's being spread around right now. And that's not cool. At all. Like let me put it this way. When you are scaring people with this World War Three crap, when that is absolutely undeniably not what's going to happen in any way. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't even wrap my head around the malfeasance of this, okay? It's not happening. World War Three is not happening. Spoiler alert. Just telling you that right now. And, like, signing petitions to keep Canada out of it. It's like, man, like, if you can't, here's the, <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to be as politically correct as possible here. Ugh. God, just saying that makes me want to take a shower. But anyway, if you can't point to Iran or Iraq and know the difference between the two, like if you can't point to them on a map and you don't know the difference between the two, shut the fuck up. Seriously, go back to your gender studies, okay? Quiet. Sit down, shut up, and leave it to people that actually read Christ, that's like calling everybody a fucking Nazi. You're an idiot. If, if you resort to that, you're an idiot. Because what do you call actual Nazis? Okay? If you equate Anna Green Gables, because this happened a little while ago. If you equate Anna Green Gables with, like, gender patriarchy and, like, genocide, and it's like, it's, shut up. Shut up. I'm tired of it. And it drives me fucking bananas. Because I'm just inundated with people who have no idea what's going on. Just, you guys, like, if, if you're just upset for the sake of being upset, you're an NPC. And that means you're an idiot. And it just drives me up the fucking wall. Okay? Am I an expert? Of course not. Duh. I'm a fucking garbage man. Okay? I didn't go to law school or freaking geopolitical. I have no geopolitical degree or anything like that. But I have been looking at this shit and paying attention to this shit and reading this shit since I was 12. Okay. I read Mein Kampf at 14 with a German dictionary. Okay. I don't speak German. All right. Like I read War and Peace at 14. Okay. And knew what it meant. Same with Les Mis. Like, just give me a fucking break, okay? So, I'm going to attempt, <laughs> between my ranting, I'm going to attempt to drop a little knowledge slash facts on here. But, um, so if I get a little carried away, I apologize. But it's just, it's it's annoying. Like, people are running, oh my god, we're going to die, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to, like, really? Do you honestly think, well, and it comes from misinformation, of course. Now, Iran has been smashed with sanctions for decades, okay? Their economy is in shambles. That's why the, nu- the uh, Iran nuclear deal that Obama signed was the biggest load of horseshit on the face of the earth because it gave them flat cash, flat cash, okay, billions of dollars to stop their nuclear research, which was unverifiable, 
so it could not be verified. And it only expired after it like the entire deal expired after five years. That's why it was a shit fucking deal, okay? And like I <laughs> I'm just like I'm fucking losing my mind. Um Iran is not a fucking they aren't the good guys, okay? In case you didn't know, women have no rights in Iran. If you remove your hijab, you're likely to be stoned or tortured or imprisoned, okay? So that's for women. Um, You are not allowed to be gay. So if you have any gay friends, they are not allowed to exist. Now, I do, and they're pretty cool people. And to have anybody support the regime in Iran right now is just like, okay, well, that's no gays. Um, Women have to, you know, cover up and you have no rights compared to a man. Like you can be stoned, stoned, okay? Where that's where they bury you up to your neck and throw rocks at your face, okay? That's the punishment for many a crime, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Like, uh, you guys, like, you don't get it. You don't fucking get it. These are not good people, okay? That's like any ass clown who looks at anybody who joined ISIS or anybody who supported ISIS or even had a favorable thing to say about ISIS. You're fucked up, okay? ISIS burned women and children alive after raping them, all right? So fucking cool yourself. And that's fact, by the way. Look it up. Read a book. Google. Google doesn't lie about that. So fucking cool your shit before you have a freaking opinion on something you have no idea about. Iran is not the good guys here, okay? Now, Iran and Iraq are next to each other. They've been, well quote-unquote rivals for a very very long time they had several wars against each other um mostly along sectarian lines but okay we might get a little deeper um iran is iran's population is 95 percent shia muslim okay iran is 99.4 percent Um, Islamic. Okay, so out of all the Muslims, they're 95% um, Shia, which is different from Sunni. Shia and Sunni are the two major, um, I guess you could say, branches of um, Islam. Uh, There's like also Wahhabi and Alawite and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, th- those are the two main ones. It's it's kind of like Christianity where they have like Jesuits and Baptists and, you know, Lutherans. Well, no, Lutherans are Protestant, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, I'm going off the deep end here. Um, so Iraq, on the other hand, is the exact opposite. It's mostly Sunni. Like almost, it's, like I said, it's almost the exact opposite. It's mostly Sunni. Um, and in fact... Like, Iran is the only Shiite-run um, country, if I'm not mistaken, in, in the Middle East. Um, every other Bahrain, maybe? Hmm, I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. But um, 
every other Islamic country in the world is is Sunni. So Iran is um, unique in that aspect. Um, and this, of course, was from the uh, you know Islamic Revolution back in the seventies. Um, the movie Argo kind of explains it a little bit. Mm, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, they do a good job. It was a good movie. Anyway, um, so, yeah, they've been basically kind of rivals um, ever since uh, Saddam Hussein was kaput. Um, and actually, even before that, I want to say Iran and Saudi Arabia were rivals. And now it's that's turned into a proxy war in Yemen um, with Iran... Um, supporting uh i believe it's i believe you pronounce it it's h-o-u-t-h-i but I, I believe you pronounce it huti but i could be wrong uh, sue me i don't speak yemeni um or they speak arabic in yemen whatever um iran backs those the rebels and iran or uh, yemen actually used to be two countries which was whenever you you know kind of schlop a couple countries together you always get you know problems but anyway um so there's a proxy war going on there whereas you know Saudi Arabia and most of the world um supports um the central government uh so yeah with, like Iran is giving them missiles cash fighters Actually, Lebanon might even be Shiite. I can't remember. Anyway, because uh, Lebanon is basically a Iranian puppet as well. Um, now, Iran's big mission, I suppose, is the destruction of Israel. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of the religion, but for some strange reason, you know, they've been fixated on it. Now, most... Um, Islamic countries uh, despise Israel, whether it's because they believe falsely that um, Israel occupies, you know, certain territory. It's, you know, I, I don't know the ins and outs, but I know for the longest time, Israel was the, uh, you know, the bright light in the Middle East. Um, hmm. Excuse me. So, oh, I just have to, <laughs> just have to fucking calm down, or I'm gonna lose my mind. Um. Anyway, to reel it on back, um, Iran and Iraq are uh, rivals and have been for a long time. Um, obviously, with the uh, American invasion, which. I think it's safe to say at this point was uh, bullshit. <laughs> um, there were no weapons of mass attraction, but that's what it, that's it wasn't what it was about. Um, it's like what most global wars are about. And as we progress in this topic, I want you to understand something, and that's that I'm not pro-war. I'm not like let's go World War Three. Number one, there's not going to be World War Three. Number two, nobody likes war. Okay. Nobody likes war. And for the longest time, I subscribed to the uh, notion that 
just because you're against a war doesn't mean you're for the other side because that's a bullshit argument. Nobody should be like, woohoo, war, get to send my kids off to die. Nobody should be like that, okay? That's fucked up, all right? However, there are instances where deadly force is needed. And there are bad actors in this world. Like it or not, sorry, there's bad people out there. Really bad people. And if you're one of those people who is just, you know, got, you know, gym socks stuck up your ass, like, use your brain a little bit, okay? Were you okay with, you know, are you pissed that, the you know, Hitler was taken out? You pissed about that? No? Yes? No? Answer. Are you pissed that the Nazis were defeated in the Second World War? Because most of um, the autocratic countries in the Middle East believe in the same shit, okay? Notice how I said autocratic, because, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I'm just going to drop some knowledge on you. Which is the only true democratic liberal democracy in the Middle East? Bonus question, um, what is the only country in the Middle East that allows homosexuals to exist? And not only exist, I'm pretty sure have, you know, equal rights. And again, don't quote me on that. I'm just pretty sure. Uh, from, I've read about Israel. Oh, uh, spoiler alert, it's Israel. Okay. So, I don't know why... <laughs> Left-wing people hate Israel so much. Oh, they're an apartheid state. Uh, no. Okay. Um, no. That's just, no. Okay. Anyway, this isn't about Israel and, and the Middle East, but... Okay, I just gotta roll it on back. Um, if you're... If you are happy that the Nazis were defeated in the Second World War, then when people like that who have orchestrated the the deaths of thousands of people around the world um, are killed then like that's what that's what we're looking that's what we're aiming for that's what we're looking for here okay so again don't have two standards don't have two standards please keep the hip, uh, hypocritical bullshit to a minimum because that's what it is if you're happy that the Nazis were defeated, but you're pissed that, you know, Iran's getting slammed, uh, you, you, got, you got problems. You, you got some serious issues, okay? And it's not genocide. That's another thing. Don't even have that in your brain. It's not genocide. And no, the Iranians are not Nazis. However, they do believe a lot of the same things when it comes to uh, Jews, which is horrible. Okay, because I think, I think at this point, and I just, I don't get it. I don't get the anti-Semitism nowadays. I don't understand. Why do people still hate Jews? I don't get it. Okay, why you hate anybody is beyond me. But why do you hate Jews? I don't understand. Like, it just drives me bananas. I don't get it. Okay, but anyway, um, no, the Iranians are not Nazis. They're not fascist. They are theocratic. There's a big difference. Iran is run um, under the principles of Shia law. Um, 
which is like Sharia law, which is a set of uh, basically laws and rules that uh, have to be followed at all times by um, Muslims. Uh, this, of course, is uh, what Saudi Arabia is uh, living under in Wahhabism. Wahhabism is very, very, very traditional, um, is Islam. It's very strict and very traditional, very conservative. So that, that's another thing. Like, fuck Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry. But, again, women just got the right to drive, okay? Think about that. What the fuck? And if, if you're like... <laughs> and if you're okay with, with, with the way that some of these countries work, you're fucked up, okay? If you're married, look at your wife, okay? And this is all in all seriousness, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I'd love to live there, and then my wife can't talk. <laughs> no, look at your wife or girlfriend and realize that she needs your permission to go out into the pub into public unless they change that as well which would surprise me because like i said they're under wahhabism which is incredibly strict they just got the right to vote last well i guess it would be last year because we're in 2020 now in 2019 they just got the right to drive that's fucking bananas okay they still like their restaurants are still segregated completely so, again, when women over here say, oh, we're so oppressed, shut up. <laughs> I got no fucking time for you, okay? Oppression is if you take off your hijab, you will be stoned, okay? Oppression is if you sit in the man's section of a restaurant, you will literally be thrown out by your hair. That's oppression, Okay? So before you think, wine, 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 take a peeky around the world, okay? There's still segments of um, Saudi or um, Sudanese um, Islam that, that practice female circumcision. And now we're seeing a prevalence of double female circumcision, okay? So, like, oh my God, like, that just, no, I have daughters, I have an ex-wife, and I love them dearly, and I would never wish any bullshit there, you know. Oh, that's why it just drives me bananas when people are like, yeah, like, uh, you know, we well, shouldn't be so hard in Iran, and, you know, like, meh, 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 meh. No, 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 no. These people are bad. They do bad things, okay? If you are for equal whites of women, then then you cannot be upset when action is taken against the bad guys. Okay? You cannot support them. If you do, you're an asshole. Period. Now, as I say again, I do not like war. I do not want war. Nobody does. However, sometimes it is required. Okay? Oh, I hear my daughter crying. Uh, so this section... <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully there's not like six segments like the last one. But um, I will uh, take a breath and I will be right back. Alrighty, we're back. Uh, sorry, just had to put little kiddo to bed again. 
Oh, the joys of being a dad. Actually, it's pretty sweet. I love being a dad. It's awesome. Yeah. And she gave me a hug. I love you, daddy. And I just about, just about died. Because that's super cute. But anyway. Oh, okay. Rolling it back in. And I fully realize and fully understand that I am lashing out in, ironically, of course, in every direction. Much like Iran is today. Um, and we'll continue. But anyway, um, I apologize if it's a little hard to keep up with, but uh, my emotions just kind of go bananas. Um, okay. Um, where am I going to go with this? Okay. For those of you who don't know and don't understand, the Iran deal is, uh, that Obama had signed um, was basically bribing... Um, an attempt to bribe the Iranians to stop their nuclear deal. And it was, sorry, after 15 years, it expired. Unto which the Iranians would be able to um, continue their nuclear research. Um, yeah, I believe they even lifted sanctions, if I'm not, not mistaken. So they paid them hard cash, um, lifted sanctions on a regime that, of course, like I said, um, is unbelievably oppressive. Uh, there is no freedom of speech. Um, you pretty much have to be Islamic. Um, <laughs> uh, women don't have rights. Gays, obviously, like homosexuals, are not allowed to live. <sighs> and that, well, if homosexuals aren't allowed to live, uh, think, you know, do tra do you think transgender people are allowed to live? No. So that's the regime, okay? What I'm going to talk about when... It, my opinions of the Iran deal are that it was horrible. Appeasement does not work. It has not worked in the history of mankind. Period. End of story. Before you raise a finger, uh, no. Appeasement does not work. And what is appeasement? Bribing. And what is bribing? Giving money to someone so they stop doing what they are doing doesn't work never has in the world history giving money to an evil regime because they did evil things so they will stop doing those evil things has never worked ever and this was just another example because under the obama administration and even the beginning of the trump administration um iran was incredibly bellicose um, they shot down, well, of course, after the uh, Trump came into office and ripped up the Iran deal because it was garbage, um, Iran lashed out, and they've been lashing out for the last few years. Um, they shot down an American drone. They uh, were was stopping shipping in the Strait of Hormuz. Mm, what else? Um, under Obama, they held uh, a boat full of American sailors at gunpoint. And they actually uh, created a statue of this in Tehran, which is their uh, capital. So, um, so yeah, there's that. When when any regime, one of these uh, rogue states, um, gets punished for something that they've been doing, they tend to have a lashing out. With Iran, they ratchet up the terrorism. With, you know, North Korea, they fire more rockets and missiles. 
Um, see, North Korea is a different animal altogether because they don't have regional aspirations. They don't want to <laughs> occupy really anything at this point. They say, government line is that they want to, you know, unite the peninsula, but they've made no moves since the death of um, Kim Jong-il to fulfill that in any way, shape, or form. So they kind of are at just survival point because I think they realize that that's a fool's game because people automatically write off North Korea as being stupid, but they're, the game they've been playing for literally since their existence is worked brilliantly for the people at the top other than the ones that get executed, <laughs> you know, in purges. But, you know, for the most part, um, the people at the top are the elites, so to speak, are king of the hill. I'm drinking some uh, wonderful matcha tea. Ooh, so fancy. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, Iran is very different because they have regional aspirations. Um, and they literally have their fingers in fucking every dirty-ass pie hole in, in the Middle East. They are awful. And this is the key. At any point in time, at any single point in time, they can become part of the world, you know, whatever you want to call it, the... Uh, you know, Brotherhood of Nations, or, you know, the world economy, or, you know, they can become part of the international community, if they wish, but they do not wish, because they have regional aspirations, much like, you know, the USSR did, and uh, Nazi Germany, and, and fascist Italy, and uh, Imperial Japan, and, and, like, you need to be fully aware of the fact that they are not a good um, regime and I have to catch myself because every now and then I'll say you know country and that's not true um, because most Iranians in Iran um, would prefer freedom to a lot of this stuff but like I said the regime has been in power forever and it is uh, incredibly repressive incredibly repressive so and it's very dogmatic um so, uh, yeah, you kind of get that effect that um, I was talking about last time. So, yeah, because, like, as an example, um, every now and then, uh, university students will have a protest, illegal, under Iranian law, by the way, um, and they'll be brutally put down, you know, by, you know, extrajudicial killings, um, jailing, you know, out censorship, you know, blackout, like media blackout, etc., etc. It's awful. Um, because the younger generation, which has lived under these sanctions forever, is tired of being poor. Because it doesn't, that's, this is the thing. It does not hurt the people at the top. And that's why sanctions take a long time to work. Because it doesn't hurt the people at the top. It makes the lives of the people at the bottom miserable. And they do work. It takes a long time. But sanctions do work. 
sanctions brought North Korea um, to the table, at least. Um, now, did it result in actual results? No, of course not, because that's the North Korean game. That's, you know, what they play. However, you cannot, you know, argue with the fact that it was historical on an unprecedented level what Trump did with North Korea. You know, uh, it, it was unreal. But this isn't about North Korea. I, I could go on that for a long time as well. Um, I know a lot more about North Korea than I do about Iran. But we'll bring it back around. So, as I said in the last segment, Iran is uh, responsible for 98% of the terrorism around the world. Um, they sponsor terror. They armed uh, terrorists and even though that is a buzzword at this point, because a lot of people throw that around, uh, it's true. They are supportive of uh, authoritarian regimes in the region. Um, you know what, fucking, I'll just... Uh, I'll list them. Well, I already talked about Yemen. Um, and it is Houthi. Sorry, not Houthi. So, I was wrong on that. It's Houthi. Um, the Houthi rebels uh, armed them. And, uh, yeah, Yemen is a fucking mess. But, so, uh, that's a problem. Um, they arm and fund Hezbollah in Lebanon, which Hezbollah is a, you know, a group. At, they're a terror group. I'm just going to say it. They're a terror group that oppresses the Lebanese um, population. Um, and Hezbollah is in charge of well, pretty much everything. Even though they're they're technically not part of the government, they they basically you know like they even do garbage service. They're they're in charge of really everything. So um, they kind of uh, they're very again they're very um, um, oppressive, um, and they are a terror group. They wage war against people <laughs> like. It's pretty bad, but they're the ones, uh, Iran, um, has armed this Hezbollah with, um, rockets upon rockets upon rockets that are being fired into Israel. And eventually that, that will lead to war and Lebanon will, of course, get, <laughs> Lebanon is going to get smashed because a lot of these people are, these in Hezbollah are insane, um, and they want war. So, but anyway. Um, what else? Oh yeah, uh, Iran is responsible for keep uh, propping up the Assad regime in Syria, which, ay, ay, between ISIS and him, it's just, you know, a coin flip because I was very much part of the we need to get rid of that guy because he's just, flat out murdering people and dropping barrel bombs on on you know protesting uh, protesters and gassing it's just it was yeah it's bad um it's like really bad he's not a good guy either so but yeah it was mostly iranian uh, cash and support because iran sent um, 
uh, military support to uh, Assad as well. So it's not a good regime. Why am I telling you all this? Well, because um, a few days ago, uh, President Trump authorized the um, strike against uh, targets in Iraq that were identified as the upper crust of um, the Quds Force, the Iranian Quds, Quds Force, which is the, in Iran, they have like a branch of the military called the Revolutionary Guard. And uh, kind of that's, uh, to put it lightly, that's kind of like the Waffen-SS during the Second World War. Uh, the Quds Force is their foreign wing, to kind of put it bluntly, like they're, the Quds Force is the terrorist uh, wing of the uh, Revolutionary Guard. So they, the Revolutionary Guard only acts within Iran. The Quds Force works without, or like outside of Iran. Um, <clears throat> um, they're the ones usually uh, arming rebels and, and blowing, you know, killing people and whatnot. So... Yeah, whenever there's an Iranian um, terrorist attack, it's the Quds Force that is in charge of that. So uh, this military strike um, struck a convoy in Baghdad, which killed the the leading commander of this Quds Force. Uh, Soleimani is his name. And as I have... I cannot tell you the importance of this guy to the regime. Um, He is the number two in Iran. So, and he's directly in charge of the Quds Force. He is a very horrible human being and is responsible for the deaths of thousands upon thousands of people across the globe. Because, um, well, like, well, I guess he's, you know, good at what he does, I suppose, which is pretty horrible when you think about it. Um, but what does he do? Um, He's the ones who, who armed the Houthi rebels. He's the one who propped up Assad. He's the one who armed Lebanon. Oh, Palestine too. Uh, he almost personally started... Uh, there's a group in Palestine called Islamic Jihad. Um, they are kind of like... Uh, what you want to call it? I guess they're kind of like Hezbollah as well. But uh, like they're pretty... Again, repress like gay people are not allowed to exist in Palestine, okay? So <laughs> don't feel sorry for them. They're like these regimes are bad, okay? Unless of course you're, you know, into that whole fucking ideology, but <sighs> if you are living in the western world, and you're like, well, you know what? They should, you know, equal rights is, you know, that's awesome. That's that's a thing, equal rights. Uh, and you are upset that this guy is dead. You're fucked up, okay? You're an NPC. Orange man, bad. Orange man, bad. Orange man, bad. That's that's you, okay? He's responsible for Canadian deaths. He's responsible, like in. Like, he's responsible for deaths in Afghanistan, so, like, the Canadians have been affected by this, okay? Because the Quds Force arms 
everybody, okay, everybody fighting the Western world gets armed by these guys. And, you know, so they would be armed by that man. He's the second most important um, figure in the Iranian regime. Um, Ayatollah uh, Khomeini is the supreme leader. Um, and he's basically, I guess you could just call it like a king or, or so, because they do have a parliament. <laughs> I'm making air quotes. Parliament. Um, but it's basically the Ayatollah has uh, supreme control over the entire country. Um, and they're usually not nice people. There's obviously been more more than one Ayatollah. But anyway, anyway, bringing it back around. So this Suleimani was even, you know, thought to be the heir apparent to the Iranian, like, thought that he would, you know, be the next Ayatollah. Um, he... Uh, how can I say? Um, he's basically the um, foreign secretary, uh, you know, minister of uh, the defense minister, foreign secretary, uh, justice minister. You know, like he's very important. Okay, like he's in charge of a lot of shit. So, you know, losing this guy is. A wonderful thing because as I said he is responsible for the deaths of thousands of people and I'm including you know civilians as well as American and Canadian servicemen and British um, and civilians across the Middle East and actually I want to say he's he was even in charge of some terrorist attacks in South America, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. Because I know he was in charge of um, that botched terror attempt where uh, um, the Mexican hitman was um, hired to kill the Saudi um, Saudi ambassador in, in Washington, D.C. I know the Quds Force was behind that. Uh, but it was botched, of course. Um... So, like, he's, like, if if Iran does anything outside of the country, it's, that's what he does. Like, it's it's his, under his complete direction. Now, um, people are saying, well, you know, this is an assassination. You, you, like, that's against American law. Uh, no, no, it was not an assassination. Because, again, it wasn't in Iran. This happened in Iraq, okay? Which, uh, like, for those of you who don't know... Um, those are two different countries, and the United States is in Iraq. Well, they have authority to, um, and even Iraq's uh, prime minister invited um, invited uh, the United States to operate within its borders. Um, so, like, why would the number two man, who's responsible for army terrorists and carrying out terror attacks across the planet... Why was he in Iraq? Not only why was he in Iraq, why was he in Baghdad? Now, here's where we get the sticky stuff. Um, the American embassy in Iraq, in Baghdad, was attacked um, last week. And that's pretty much the reason 
why um, he was taken out. It was attacked. Um, they were not protesters. People are saying, well, you know, the protesters were pissed that there were American strikes in, in Iraq. And, and uh, no, they were not protesters. They were literally Hezbollah. Okay. Um, there's a, a regional Hezbollah in, uh, in Iraq that um, is basically, you know, the same as the Lebanese Hezbollah. But they're more of just a militant group. They're not really in charge of anything. They're just assholes. Um, who are trying to further destabilize the country even more than already is. Now, Iraq has been gripped by protests against the government because it's very corrupt and, and, and whatnot. So thinking that these idiots were protesters is um, understandable, but they are not. They were actually all part of the militia. So they attacked the embassy in the green zone. And the green zone in Baghdad is... Uh, a small area that's supposed to be, you know, heavily secure and fortified. So how they got in, you know, again, like this guy was in charge of this. So, and this isn't common knowledge, but, well, it should be. Um, embassies are special. They are essentially um, sovereign territory. Um, and they are protected by international law that you do not fuck with embassies that's why um what the hell was his name the wikileaks guy he was hiding in the ecuadorian embassy and there was nothing that you know the brits could do because you know you they can't just walk into the ecuadorian embassy unless they're asked like um obviously the staff there can um, allow access if they please but other than that like you don't screw with an embassy you just don't it's bad news bears so and when you do generally you know there is a reaction so oh and by the by um the uh american embassy in iraq that's where iraqis go if they want to come to the united states okay the canadian embassy is also in that green green zone so, fuck off. <laughs> You're like, you know, they were just pro. No, they were not. They were officially militants from that Hezbollah group. I can't pronounce the full name of it, but um, they are a militant group with Hezbollah in the name. Um, so he was in charge of that. And you can look online and see the damage that was done to the embassy. Um, it was attacked again uh, today, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but anyway, so the embassy was attacked. Um, Marine, I want to say Marines were deployed, although it could have been paratroopers. But um, American servicemen were deployed to protect the embassy because that's what you do. It's foreign or it's sovereign territory. So it would be like, you know, uh, people attacking, um, you know, your country directly. Um, like I said, you generally do not fuck with embassies. Period. End of story. Like, it's not, you know, there's no debate. Um, so, yeah, forces were uh, scrambled to protect the American personnel. And this strike was ordered, like, a few days later. Which killed him. He has been the cro in the crosshairs um, for a long time 
because of the damage he's done to the planet, to destabilize and the lives he's taken. Um, it's very good that he's gone. Very good. And this will not cause World War Three. Iran will obviously lash out because that's what any, like I said, that's what any country does when they get their pee-pee slapped. They lash out. Um, this will not cause World War Three. Spoiler alert. Um, and then, yes, no, today. I want to say today or yesterday. Um, as of recording, uh, there were more strikes in Iraq because, again, um, against uh, Quds Force uh, personnel. So, again, why was Iranian personnel in Iraq? They were not allowed to be there. So it's not an assassination at all. And you should not be sorry that that man or the subsequent men under him are being killed because they prop up a regime that is incredibly oppressive. And they are responsible for the deaths of thousands of people. Now, if you think that's okay, you got issues. Okay? You, like, and, and this gets to why I'm so fucking pissed off. When I look online and I just see people, oh, I'm, you know, sorry that he's dead. You know, worried that Iran's gonna, you know, come after us. <laughs> like, it is stupid on a level that is just, I cannot even fucking describe how dumb that is. Okay? This man killed people and organized other people to kill more people. That's bad. Capiche? Like, it's not that hard to figure out. So now that he's gone is a good thing. Okay? Unless, you, like I said, you're okay with, you know, women and children being killed. Horribly. So, like... Like, I look... And I don't know why. Because every time I look on Facebook and I see the stupidest shit on there. You know, people upset. You know, sorry, Iran. You know, no. They were breaking international law and... This guy was the leading terrorist of the world. Like, although I suppose that is debatable because uh, al-Baghdadi of ISIS was, you know, number one for a long time. And, you know, before him, Osama bin Laden. But, you know, this guy was maybe number two then, I guess. But now that those two are dead, um, he was clearly number one. Um there was clear evidence that he was um, organizing more attacks on American personnel in Iraq, um, both civilian and uh, servicemen. So he was directly <laughs> planning attacks to kill American citizens. So that's why, um, I guess, uh, the United States bombed him. Ultimately, uh, um, went ahead with this. Now, how can I put this? Well, I guess I could, yeah, okay, we'll rewind a little bit. Um, early in Trump's regime, uh, in Trump's presidency, um, he called off an attack uh, against Iran because it, this was after um, an American drone was shot down 
because again, like outside of their, ter- it wasn't in Iranian territory and it was shot down. So that's not fucking cool. <laughs> okay. Like you can't, ju- oh God. But anyway, th- and that's another thing that Iran does. Iran, um, Iran, North Korea, um, they generally, well, ch- even China was doing it. Um, they generally test the new presidency by, you know, poking at him, you know, like, yeah, lashing out, essentially. Whenever a president, a new president gets elected, they kind of lash out and do something bad to test them, to test the waters and see where, you know, where the danger lies. Um, another thing, if you're pissed that the United States bombed this guy, but you're not pissed that Obama literally launched 20, what is it, 23,000 uh, airstrikes? 23 or 27,000 airstrikes. Okay. And again, those were, you know, to my knowledge, from the ones that I know about, uh, that I've read about, they were justified again. And did civilians die? Yeah, because these assholes um, surround themselves with women and children. Well, we should just leave them alive. Oh, so they can continue continue to murder and oppress people like it sucks it does it really really sucks that these guys pull that bullshit but shitty (laughs) be thankful you live here or live where you do i suppose like that's it's it's fucking maddening when people just blabber about things they know nothing about. And again, I am not an expert. I'm not an expert. I'm not a professional. But I have been paying attention to this shit since the age of 12. Okay? So I know a thing or two. All right? This, like, this... For fuck's sakes, if you don't have... If you, again, like, if you can't point to this shit on a map, fuck off. Okay? And being like, oh, I don't want to get involved in this World War III. Um, pretty sure that World Wars, you know, you don't really get a choice <laughs> with a lot. Well, of course, obviously, at the beginning you do. But, you know, once it's kind of started, you kind of you kind of have to go with the flow. Just saying. Um, so, you know, I just, I've seen more than one petition keep Canada out of uh, out of Trump's war number one it's not a war number two of course we're not going to be involved because we have an asshat um, in Ottawa who is a piece of shit straight up sorry (laughs) if if you don't believe me listen to uh, the ridiculously long episode I did on the Canadian election Um, i I think it's like four hours long altogether, which I seriously apologize for the length of that some bitch. But why is it that long? Because I list all the scandals and corruption and, and fuck ups that Trudeau has done. So it took me a while to get through that fucking list. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about that guy. But yeah, I've seen, I've seen like three different, four different petitions, three or four. Yeah, three for sure. Different petitions saying, you know, keep us out of it. 
And again, like, given the chance, why wouldn't you take this guy out? He's bad. Okay? If you are on the left, all the things you believe in, he's against and actively worked to thwart the things you believe in. Okay? Bad guy. So, this is an undeniably good thing that he is dead. And several other leading commanders in the Quds Force are dead. And I believe, personally, um, that this is the beginning of American deterrence again. Um, which was reined in uh, during the Obama years. Now, yes, they Obama did fire 23,000, you know, uh, or have 23,000 rocket attacks in his presidency. But for the most part, um, uh, they had a policy of appeasement around the world. And it just, it doesn't work. You know, it was under Obama that all of these um, Iranian adventures, you could say, started because they could. They knew they could. You know, you may not remember this, but in Syria, um, at the beginning of the war, when they were gassing their own citizens, um, Obama, you could look it up on YouTube. It's really funny. He has, he says, okay, well, you know, the red line is if you, you know, gas your citizens. So literally after saying that, Assad gasses his citizens. And then Obama goes, okay, well, the red line, you know, if you use these chemical weapons. So literally, like a day after, two days after, they they use these chemical weapons and then they bomb them. And it's just like, I think he had four red lines when it was all said and done. And each one, like, was quickly crossed because they knew they could. They knew they could. They knew, no, you know, there would be no retaliation from the United States. You know, Israel was basically you know, left to fend for themselves. Like, it was it was brutal. And the Middle East got significantly worse. And, and, and like, this is fact, okay? This is objective fact. So, before you open your fucking mouth, talking about how this guy was a hero... You know, he's a, he's a hero in Iran and, you know, he's a leading figure. Well, he is a leading figure. And I suppose to some in Iran, he's, he's a hero. But, you know, before you start a poly, like Rose McGowan, oh my fucking God. She just was, she's out of her mind. And again, like, don't get me wrong. We should not be paying attention to really what any celebrity says, let alone, you know, Rose fucking McGowan, but still, like that, the attitude of orange man bad, orange man bad, orange man bad, like, fuck it, use your brain. You know, so World War Three is not coming. Well, I suppose it is coming eventually, some, some way, some day, you know, World War Three will happen. Like, it almost happened during the Cuban Missile Crisis. So, before... Like, this is why I hate... Um, ne- like, the news com- 
news channels because they're like, oh, we've never, we have never been closer to war before. We're, we've never been closer to World War III before. Eh, the Cuban Missile Crisis was pretty fucking close. Okay. Like that was a pubic hair away from nuclear annihilation. Literally. Literally. Okay. So, again, like this is, um, you know, like CNN and fucking Washington Post and New York Times and all this shit. It's so fucking stupid that they don't understand that this... At this point, it's almost depressing how fucking stupid some people are. That they see this as a bad thing. Well, oh man, Trump, you know, shitty Trump. He he uh, he's ratcheting, he's ratcheting things up. Uh, no, um, Iran ratcheted this up. This was a direct result of an attack on uh, the American embassy. A direct result of an attack on the American embassy. That's why this happened. And there was going to be more attacks. He was planning more terror attacks across Iraq. You know, not just the uh, American embassy, but, you know, across Iraq, he was he was uh, planning attacks. So civilians would have died. Now, as a power vacuum, well, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see who fills fills the hole but there's no doubt about it that this is one of the most important people in the iranian regime who has caused more da like untold damage like i just you know briefly went through what he's responsible for but like uh, it's depressing the people uh, and i think <laughs> Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Joseph Watson, I believe. Um, I've been watching more of him. He's actually quite brilliant, even though there are a few things that I disagree with when it comes to, um, uh, depression and suicide that he talks about. But for the most part, I agree with him pretty much on everything else. But I think he had a tweet that <laughs> was like, can't remember what it was but i will uh i'm gonna quickly quickly check it out because it was pretty funny um i posted it in, uh okay this is the tweet interesting how many of the people who spend 90 percent of their time on here ranting about gender pronouns are now suddenly middle eastern geopol uh, geopolitics expert and that is everything in a nutshell um and and that's why I'm getting fucking pissed off because you don't know shit. Okay. Like if you are denying grade five science, you don't know anything about geopolitics as a whole, let alone, you know, Middle Eastern geopolitics, which is a fucking mess. Like I stopped really digging deep into it because it hurt my fucking brain there are wires crossed everywhere and it all started fun fact or should i say you know uh, kind of useless trivia um 
it was after the First World War um, with the disintegration of the Ottoman Empire um, that France and Britain uh, basically carved up the Middle East into the mess that it is today. Um, because there's dif different ethnic groups and um, uh, different... Uh, my God, I'm an idiot right now. I'm so blank. Um, different ethnic groups and different... Um, sects of um, of Islam um, and they basically didn't take any of that into account <laughs> so they just kind of chop 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 it up and yeah that has led to like Iraq shouldn't this sounds bad but it shouldn't be a country it should be several countries there's Kurds in the north there's you know it's mostly a Sunni there there is a uh, uh, population of Shiite or Shia I guess is the proper way to say and if I'm not mistaken I even think there's um, Wahhabis in the south could be I'm not sure hmm. like I said it's yeah Mesopotamia because was its own thing for a long time uh, it's part of the what's called the Fertile Crescent um which many people believe is where mankind... Sorry, people kind. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Anyway, mankind originated from. Um, anyway. Now that I've lost everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's... You know, Britain and France pretty much ruined the Middle East back in the day. Um of course, nobody knew at the time, you know, the differences and, and what that would entail. And nobody knew the damage that would cause. So, you know, before anybody thinks I'm jumping on a high horse here, you know, like, no, I could not have done better at the time because I didn't know. And even now, I probably couldn't do a better job, even though, you know, it's always easy to, you know, armchair quarterback it um when it comes to you know armchair quarterbacking history but we have one great advantage over those in the past and that's the fact that we know the outcome of their actions they don't at the time they don't know you know where their actions lead whereas we do so Anyway, rolling on back. <laughs> I keep digressing right off a cliff. Jesus. Um, so what does this mean? That now that this man and other leading figures within the Quds Force have been killed. Uh, what does this mean? Well, um, the American military is dispatching, I believe it was 5,000 more troops uh, to Iraq to protect um, their facilities there and their personnel. Um, they have several bases and, uh, you know, the embassy and outposts and things like that. So um, they will be sent there to uh, protect protect that. It's not an invasion force. Um, but in no uncertain terms, they've um, basically said that if it's, you know, if attacks against American personnel and property continue then 
they will defend themselves, which, you know, is the right thing to do. Um, Iran is going to lash out. Uh, as of recording, they already have several rocket attacks against uh, uh, the Green Zone and the American Embassy. And uh, I believe another base up north, they was attacked with rockets. So um, Iran is going to lash out. Uh, they did when uh, Trump ripped up the Iran agreement and basically turned off the taps of cash, which um, <laughs> and let's put it this way. After he ripped up the deal, um, it wasn't like they dropped a sledgehammer on them. They, you know, light sanctions were applied to Iran, um, not as heavy as they were. And as Iran lashed out, uh, more and more sanctions were pressed upon them. So now um, all the cash that Obama tried to bribe um, Iran with is gone, apparently. All that capital that they had gained during the Iran uh, during this nuclear deal um, is gone because um, of the ratcheting up of sanctions that have been dropped on Iran um, since uh, Trump took office. So that's a good thing because that cash went directly to funding terrorism across the globe. Like, sorry, it's the truth. <laughs> That's just what Iran does. You know, that's the game they play. You know, North Korea plays the game where, you know, they, you know, launch a few rockets and say, hey, give us some stuff and then we'll stop. And they do for a little while and then they start launching stuff again. Um, this is what Iran does. They basically fund terror across the planet. Um, they behave badly, looking for, you know, relief. And it doesn't come. And because they have... Um, territorial aspirations in the Middle East. They, for some strange reason, they want to control large swaths of the Middle East. Um, and you know what? With Lebanon being basically under their thumb, um, Syria being... Um, well, they're not a puppet. Like, Syria is more of a Russian puppet than it is Iranian, but they are friendly to the Iranians because, of course... As I said, um, Assad was propped up by um, this uh, Soleimani in particular. Like, specifically. You gotta remember that. Like, he was the one in charge. Like, he was the one who put this in, in these things into motion. Uh, but anyway, um, I, Yemen could potentially become... Um, Iranian proxy, so they have territory in, in the Mediterranean, on the Arabian Peninsula, uh, the Strait of Hormuz. Um, that's, um, there's a oceanic strait um, next to Iran and the uh, uh, Arabian Peninsula, and it's called the Strait of Hormuz. It's very, very narrow, and that's where, like, a, a large part of uh, world oil comes is shipped <sighs> oh my god i'm sorry jeez um that's uh, where a lot of um 
global oil is shipped through this thre- uh, strait. Thrait. Oh my god, I'm dying here. Um, through that strait is where a lot of the oil come, uh, goes. So Iran, basically, what they can do is they, they drop mines in, in the strait. Um, they park their ships there. They stop and search. Uh, things like that. So they basically can fuck up oil production um, across the world. Which, uh, hate to break it to you, isn't a good thing. Um, If you have lights on right now, uh, that's, you know, (laughs) the thing, the stuff that turns that light on comes from there. Okay. Anyway, I could go on and on about that too, but, um, so yeah, that's you know what Iran does with the Strait of Hormuz. They basically close it off or make it difficult, and um, you know they'll stop ships. They abducted um, uh, some Brits from one of the ships. They stopped another British flagged um, tanker. They um, attack American shipping in in the Strait. Um, like I said, they they have that statue of when they held American. Uh, sailors at gunpoint which again like that's bad (laughs) okay that's a bad thing you know so it's (sighs) anyone who is against what just happened is a moron sorry hashtag sorry not sorry because i'm not you're a moron iran the Iranian regime is bad. So, and you may think, well, you know, like, Jesus, this, you know, this is, you know, pretty tense. This is a tense time. You didn't need to do that, blah, blah, blah. No, they had a chance to kill the leading terrorist on planet Earth. Or, you know, at at very best, I guess, although it's shitty to say, at best, the leading funder of, of terrorism or founder, I guess, whatever. Of, of terrorism across the globe. So, like, this is a good thing. This will save lives. Even though, as I say, there will be, Iran will lash out. As they inevitably uh, always do. As, you know, every bad guy country does. Um, so, there's that. Uh, We are going to take a quick break, and when I return, um, I will try to look ahead to see what could possibly occur. Um, I will probably lose my temper a little more. I will try to rein it in. This this wasn't so bad, this segment, I think. I hope. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, uh, next segment, we will talk about maybe what's going to happen, what could happen... Um, things like that. All right. We will see you sexy peeps in one second. All right, you dorks. I'm back. Um, okay. So I will try to run through this as quickly. Well, maybe I shouldn't go quickly. I should go thoroughly. But uh, it's, again, it's hard to... Uh, kind of do this guesswork because again i don't fucking know what's going to happen nobody does 
I can tell you with certainty, though, uh, World War III is not happening. Okay? Um, Iran played a stupid game, and you win stupid prizes. Um, hopefully... Hopefully, this is a return of deterrence. And again, before people get on my case, oh, you're Canadian, what do you fucking care? Um, again, what happens to them affects us. Okay, And we are allies. Sorry, hate to break it to you, we're buds. And if you're against that, you're kind of fucking dumb. I don't have time for you. I don't have time for you. Ugh. Like, why, why do we have to get involved with any of this shit? That's when I throw a globe at you and go, look, countries, countries. <laughs> like, man. Ugh. It's, it's like, it's, it's so frustrating. One second you're talking about how, you know, Anna Green Gables is oppressive. And then the next, you're like, well, you know, like, this will certainly affect the middle. You don't know anything. Shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't have time for your bullshit, okay? And normally, I don't want to open my mouth, and I don't want to preach, and I don't want to get on people's cases or anything like that, because, you know, people are people. They're going to believe what they believe. And I'm fully aware that this will change nobody's mind. What this is intended for is that the people that don't know, that generally want to learn a little bit, um, perhaps have learned something. Um, this is for the people that, you know, I don't want to say on the fence, but are, know that they aren't informed about what's going on and they would like to be. Or at least that's what its intention was, because... As I said, I'm fully aware of the confirmation bias. And um, if you believe that this was a bad thing, and, you know, orange man bad, orange man bad, if, you, if you're if you in that camp, then obviously this isn't going to change your mind because you have, you know, no brain. Um, and if you believe this was a good thing, well, then everything I said is irrelevant because you already know that. But... Uh, like I said, this is for the people in the middle. This is for the people that, you know, are in it uninformed and they would like to be informed and they don't know what's going on. Um, that's what this is about. And that's what this is for. And I realized, <laughs> I think it was last, uh, last podcast or the last couple, I was like, okay, no more political stuff. <laughs> and then I just... Again, like I said, I try not to get riled up, but, you know, you open Facebook or Instagram and you're just like, oh, shut up, <laughs> please, Jesus. It's just like, ay, hurts my head. And like I said, I'm not for war. I'm not saying, yay, let's, you know, send our boys over, let's have a fight. But I am certainly for the death of, a, of the leading terrorists on planet Earth. Okay. And again, if you are okay with the Nazis being destroyed, but not, you know, not Iran getting their pee-pee slapped when it comes to this shit, uh, you're a hypocrite. And that is one thing on this planet that I cannot stand. That is my biggest fucking no-no. And 
don't get me wrong, I seriously have a messed up moral compass. It is all over the map. But that is one thing. Being a hypocrite, I just noop, 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 noop. You are fucking lower than worm sperm. Because, and I mean like a, a real hypocrite. Because everyone, everyone compromises um, in their daily lives. But being a hypocrite when it, you know, is just, I don't have time for you. And when, you know, the spread of misinformation that's going around now about these events, like, it's legitimately scaring people because you don't fucking joke about this shit, okay? World War II was the worst conflict in human history. Like, what is it, 22 million people were killed? It's outrageous. It's outrageous. So, yeah, you don't joke about World War Three, okay? And even if they're not joke, if you, like, legitimate, before you, th- and this is what I was talking about when people, you know, when you compare Fort Mac to Hiroshima, uh, shut the fuck up. You don't use that comparison. It's so disrespectful. So disrespectful. You know, when you compare people that disagree with you to Nazis. Yeah, I can't even. I fucking can't even. Like, genocide is the systematic killing of entire races of people simply on the basis of race. Okay? Or religion. Because there is a difference. I hate to break it to you. There's a difference between race and religion. But you know, murdering people just because of the color of their skin is one thing. That's genocide. You know, segregation, which is, don't get me wrong, like, I'm against that, like, to my core. Slavery was awful. Like, that, which still occurs, by the way, in the Middle East. Just saying. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, where the World Cup is being played in 24? I can't remember. Anyway, Qatar. Look it up. Um, that's pretty much a slave state. So, hooray! <laughs> Yay, sports! Um, <laughs> that's another podcast, too. But, yeah, like, as horrible as segregation is, because it is, uh, like segregating people on the basis of the color of their skin or where they live or, you know, their gender, you know, man or woman, because there's only two. I hate to break it to you. Sorry. Grade five science. <laughs> um, you know, segregating people because of that is awful. It's horrible. However, genocide is worse because that's putting a bullet in your fucking head for you know, the aforementioned um, reasons. Now, I don't know about you, but I would strongly prefer to not be allowed to use a certain water fountain as opposed to being systematically executed. <laughs> Just saying. You know, oh, hey, maybe I'm crazy. I've lost my mind. Who knows? <laughs> like, it's just, uh, I, man, like you don't throw the word genocide around. 
you don't throw crimes against humanity around. You don't throw Holocaust around. You don't throw, you know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You don't throw that shit around. Okay? Because you were an uninformed tool bag. Will this, will what happened in Iraq have consequences? Well, yeah, every action does. You know, every action has a reaction. So Iran is going to lash out and people are going to die. Uh, Less people are going to die than if that man was allowed to live. And if the day came where he took over um, that regime in Iran, that would be really bad. Mostly for the people of Iran. Because they have, you know, the regular people have to live under this shit. Their lives are the ones that are being harmed under the sanctions. You know, it's not, not the top. It's it's the average Joes. Like the last protests in Iran were because, you know, uh, fuel prices just skyrocketed because their economy is shit because of the sanctions. You know, so it does have an effect. And talking to the Iranian public, there's many, 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 many people um, are tired of it. They don't care about... Palestine. They don't care about Lebanon. They don't care about Yemen. They just want to know, feed their families, go to school. They don't care. So, I'm not saying that, you know, the average Joe in Iran wants, you know, death to America. No, obviously there's a lot that do. But most of them don't. They're tired of sanctions. Like, that's, you know, the prevailing um, notion in Iran now is that, like, why do they need nuclear weapons when, you know, their people are starving? And that's, and Iran is just going to keep, you know, building weapons of mass destruction. Only they legitimately are. That's that's the other thing i got to say. They are legitimately, you know, building weapons of mass destruction. They've uh, supplied, as I've said, rockets and missiles across the world. Um, And, yeah, like I said, they have a fully functional nuclear program. Um, They don't have a bomb yet, I think. If I'm not mistaken, they don't have a bomb yet. Um, But they will, eventually. Because they're bad. (laughs) The regime is bad. Okay, just like not everyone in Nazi Germany was A, a Nazi, or B, you know, for the war, most weren't. But, you know, you you have to suffer the consequence of these things. So, what will happen? Um, Iran is going to lash out. Uh, There were already attacks against the American embassy in Iraq. I can see the Strait of Hormuz being closed. Eh, you know what? No, I don't think they're going to close the Strait. Um, I'm sure they'll mine it. Oh, you know, even that would be tricky because 
they would have to seriously uh, kind of hypothesize that if this act of deterrence um, is now a pattern or is this just a one-off? So that's an important question to ask. Um, what is it? I don't know. I Personally, I hope it's um, the start of um, a policy of deterrence that was dropped under Obama. Um, you know, my... Uh, You know, it, like, yeah, looking ahead, I don't think they're going to shut the straight horn moves because that that leaves a lot of room for, you know, say, if if they mine the straight, then, you know, say an American ship blows up, hits a mine, blows up, you know, Americans die. Um, then you will see many a strike happen in Iran. And this was pretty much like, if you fuck with us, we are the like your top people are going to die is basically what this said that's the message um which is the correct message so i can't see them mining the straight or eh, i could see them taking over another boat like commandeering you know a foreign boat um or foreign oil tankers or something like that non-american but I can see them, um, you know, stopping, you know, a, a British boat or something like that. But even that's tricky because, you know, um, yeah, because that's an American ally. So they may be under uh, convoy protection from the Americans. But again, I don't know that. <laughs> that's obviously not public knowledge until it is. Um, so yeah, I don't think the strait will be mined. I don't think it will be closed, but I do believe that uh, several boats and or tankers will be, um, will be uh, stopped. Um, as for Iraq, I believe they will probably, the Quds Force will probably, um, pour more resources into Iraq as opposed to, um, Syria now, which has significantly died down uh, because um, the eradication of ISIS, although ISIS has been building again in northern Iraq, because when you lay off the pressure of these things, you know, if you just, you know, a weed, you have to take the, you have to get it to the root, and again, it sounds so bad, but these people need to go, I'm sorry. When you see what ISIS did to women and children, like they crucified people, okay? That's pretty bad. You know, they sold women into sexual slavery. And just listening to the accounts of this is just unfucking godly. Like, I got daughters, man. I, yeah, no. When, when you start that shit with women, like, it just makes me puke. I'm sorry. Because I love my... I love I love them. Love them. So, you know, somebody's daughter sold into sexual slavery. Not cool. Not cool, dude. And that's ISIS. So, you know, burnt alive in front of their parents. And then their parents were burnt alive as well. 
So, yeah, ISIS, if you, like, you're part of that, you should be, you know, killed. Sorry. And if you surrender, well, then you can spend the rest of your life in prison because you support the death and destruction of women and children. You know, that doesn't make it okay that, like, men are dying, obviously, but, you know. Anyway, so, yeah, Iraq, I believe, will heat up immensely. Um, I don't think Baghdad will. I think it'll be around uh, Mosul, to be honest, because that's more of the softer part of Iraq. Um, for those of you who don't know, Iraq is, is a desert, and it's pretty much populated, kind of like Canada is, where, um, was it 90 Ninety percent of the Canadian population is in within a hundred kilometers of the American border. Ninety, ninety-five percent, something like that. Um, Iraq, kind of too. Most of their population is in the south, near the sea. Um, much for the same reason. That's you know where the Euphrates and Tigris River. Um, that's that fertile crescent I was talking about in the last section. Um, you know that's where the fresh water's from. Um, so, uh, Mosul is, is more central in, in the country, but it is, um, there's not much in between, <laughs> like you'll come across town here and there, but as I said, you, most population centers would follow, you know, the Euphrates and Tigris rivers because, uh, there's nothing, no trees, nothing nothing like it is it is it's fucking desert <laughs> in every sense of the word so um obviously there's not going to be if there's not you know population centers obviously there isn't going to be any uh security in those areas uh, now Mosul is a big target or was um when isis was in control of it or when they took control of it it the situation may have changed there you know since um, I don't know much about that, uh, what happened to it after, after ISIS was driven out. Um, I do know it was in an important city for a long time. Um, I don't know the situation with the Kurds in the north. Um, the Kurds in Syria were kind uh, there were reports that, you know, there was a big hullabaloo that they were uh, abandoned. But there were reports that they weren't, so I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know the situation there. I'd have to look it up. But again, we're not talking about you know the Kurdish thing. We're talking about Iran. Um, it is very possible we will see a terror attack um, somewhere around the world against uh, American personnel or civilians. Um, somewhere uh kind of like they tried to do in washington against the saudi um, ambassador but this will be against american i i almost can guarantee it um it will happen somewhere across the world um, they tend to be not widespread like 9-11 stuff because that obviously um brings about an, a, a heavier response. You know, if 
few ambassadors or diplomatic staff or you know servicemen are killed then you know as compared to you know 50,000 people uh, you know you know being murdered um so it will be a terror attack i don't believe it will be um as you know incredibly horrible but it will be strikes here there everywhere There, so yeah, there will be terror attacks, obviously, because you know that's how Iran lashes out. Um, you might even see uh, North Korea start launching more um, uh, missiles. You know, quote unquote, doing missile tests. Hey, oh my God, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um, you might see them do that because they try are going to try and maybe cash in on Iran's um North Korea's big game was always being number 2 on the list of bad bad guys on earth. They were always really really good at being number 2. And if you're number 2, well, number 1 gets their head chopped, not number 2. So they were always good at, you know, staying out of a lot of shit. Um, with Iran now being public enemy number one, um, that's why I say you might see North Korea start, you know, throwing a hissy fit to try and squeeze something out of the international community, which is very possible and probable because it usually happens that way. Um, I think 5,000 troops are going to the Middle East now. Um, that will probably be it. Um, unless, you know, the, there's a significant increase in hostilities, which again, I doubt because that's, that's another thing. Why there won't be World War III. Um, I don't know about you, but one of my prime objectives in my life is to remain alive. And it does not go well for countries that, you know, start a war against the largest military power in the world. Um, the United States will, you know, fuck them up. <laughs> so there is not going to be World War Three because it will mean the death of the regime. And that's most, I shouldn't say that, all regimes in the world, like, like bad guy governments in the world, their number one priority is staying in power and being alive. So it's not, well, because that usually goes hand in hand. Um, Staying alive. That's why um, Kim Il-sung does not... Uh, or not Kim Il-sung. Uh, Kim Jong-un does not, you know, actually launch a nuclear weapon at, at a country. Because they know they'll be, you know, wiped off the face of the earth. In pretty much an instant. So Iran is not going to start major hostilities. Like I said, there will be an uptick in terrorist attacks here, there, and everywhere. You might even see Hezbollah in, Lebon in uh, Lebanon get activated and try and start some shit with Israel. Um, it's, on, well, it's only a matter of time before that happens anyway, but um, because if Iran can't hit uh, the big guy on the block, he's probably going to, he's going to try, they're going to try and pick on their friends. Um, so American allies in the region will most likely be targeted Saudi Arabia. Um, I can see, you know, some oil production that the Saudis 
um, you know, some oil production facilities in Saudi Arabia being attacked. Um, I don't think Kuwait will be fucked with because there is a large American force there still, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, because I'm just trying to think. Um, I think the Yemeni war will, civil war will um, escalate. That's pretty much a given because that's a way to directly affect um, the Saudis because they are helping the central government there, the recognized uh, government in, in Yemen. Um, so that's a way to kill Saudis that Iran would... Uh, I, so I can see that heating up. Um, I can't really think... Uh, you might see some terror attacks in Europe because um, especially... Uh, um, Western EU countries are susceptible to terror attack because they are just so blind. And that is another another podcast that could take four hours explaining why they're so fucking broken. But anyway, um, so yeah, I think you could see that. Um, I don't know if Britain will, because um, I know they do have personnel in Iraq, but I don't think they will opt that at all. Um, Afghanistan, Afghanistan is pretty much falling back into the Taliban sphere of influence, but, um, I can see hostilities there heating up. I don't think it'll be too much in Afghanistan because it's, it's like a hostile fucking wasteland. So, um, there would be not much to gain from increasing hostilities there. Whereas... You know, it makes a pretty big splash if you're fucking with Saudi Arabia because, you know, they supply... That's that's an OPEC country. So, um, that would seriously hurt um, the world. Which, that's generally what these countries want to do. They want to make the biggest splash, and that's a balancing act, right? Because they want to make the biggest splash they can without causing people to wipe them out. Um And spoiler alert, it wouldn't last very long. A war against the United States from Iran's perspective would not last very long. And do you think, you know, do you think Russia's going to come to their aid or China? Uh, no. Now they're, they're going to, you know, stand with Iran, obviously. Um, because I believe they're part of, oh, no, no, that's India as part of BRIC. Um, but uh, I believe, you know, Iran is relatively close with uh, Russia and China. Um, you know, bad guys stick together, I guess. But, um, so they'll stand with them and, and, you know, they might even initiate, you know, peace talks or something like that. But they're certainly not going to go, you know, support Iran in an, a, a war effort. <laughs> um, because I'm sure Iran has ran to ran to both Putin and Xi Jinping, and uh, said, "Yeah, help us." They did a meanie to us. The United States is picking on me. Um, so I can't see uh, I can't see those two countries uh, from Russia's perspective because um, there's nothing to gain from them. 
doing this because it's not they they wouldn't even gain prestige really because that's kind of that's kind of been Russia's game for the for last oh man long time decades is to get that prestige up like Syria was a giant step forward uh, because that's that's when you're talking about international powers that that's uh, the projection of that power is um, military or economic uh, diplomatic, the projection of that power is the goal. And that's, well, it's the standard, I should say. Um, that's how you measure. Um, that's why it was a big deal that China um, finally got a, uh, what you call it, a uh, blue water navy. So that's a navy that can, you know, travel past their coat, like out of their territorial waters. And that's why that, that was a big deal, because now they could send their uh, navy well anywhere you know as with all the other big boy navies so that it's that projection of power as i say whether it be economic like again and and china is an economic powerhouse or was like they're ever since the uh, trade war with the united states um, that you know that hurt them a lot <laughs> you know because like it or not again even they are tied to the United States when it comes to the economy. Um, anyway, I digress. So, yeah, Iran does not have that projection of power, by the by. Um, that's why they have um, the covert, quote-unquote, covert um, quads force um, to basically carry out these terrorist actions uh, around the globe. And that's how they project their power, or lack thereof, because it's, again, and the Quds Force isn't like millions of soldiers, you know, you know, going to fight. It's, it's you know, uh, military advisors, you know, special forces, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else, what else could happen. Or it could be a whole big nothing burger, and this could be it. <laughs> that's a very real possibility. Um, because both Iran and the United States will, eh, this probably isn't going to go well for either of us. Or, you know, obviously differing degrees where Iran wouldn't want to continue down this route because they'll be annihilated and the United States wouldn't want to continue on it because it will affect their economy greatly. Because um, honestly, that's the only thing that could really um, affect the United States at this point. They are in the driver's seat. Uh, Iran you know, can have terrorist attacks, which would fundamentally change their society as 9-11 did. Um, but as for, you know, really affecting change in the region, um, it wouldn't really do anything. Um, as I say, like, embassy is uh, sovereign territory, so that's... And the United States has a pretty much an obligation to protect it, Um Like I believe, really any country other than other than Canada, because you know, ugh, our government is just the worst. But any other country on earth would, you know, seriously um, bring to bear its armed forces, um, should their embassy be attacked or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't think, don't think much of anything else really could happen. 
because, like I said, World War III is not going to happen because the Iranian regime wants to live. And that would be the first thing to go. Like, they they would just be bombed in fucking oblivion. So, World War III is not happening. Um, you will see an uptick in terrorist attacks and people are going to die. Um, oil prices, I think, have already risen. Um, but uh, they will probably get higher as well because um, fears of... Uh, you know, attacks in the Strait of Hormuz, uh, Saudi Arabian uh, facilities being attacked. Obviously, that's going to affect oil prices, which would affect, you know, the world. Um, <laughs> now, Canada would be in a position to benefit from that if they had any brains or balls to supply the world with oil. But, you know. We have, you know, gender pronouns to to enforce, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, so I can't really see, you know, anything else happening. Like I said, there will be an uptake. People are going to die and there are going to be terrorist attacks. But inevitably, I think that this was ultimately a good thing. I don't know why I said inevitably. Probably because it's fucking 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm dying. Um, <laughs> but... This is a good thing. P this saved people's lives. And it will affect Iranian lives in Iran. Um, for the better. Because if he took power, this Soleimani, he's a bad guy. So this oppressive regime would have continued and probably would have gotten worse. Um, because, as, as I say, he's, he's a pretty bellicose guy and he's... In, he, you know, was the architect of all these terror attacks. So if he's in charge of the entire country, then the policy would obviously be uh, geared toward, towards more violence. The foreign policy would be geared more toward violence. Um, now that there is no heir apparent, then uh, there's a big question mark. Um, like I said, he was in charge of a lot of the country. He was number two. His, you know, foreign policy, defense... You know, like, he was in charge of a lot of shit. So, he's a very important figure that is now gone, which is fantastic. So, um, I don't think you'll see any significant revolution in Iran. Um, I think the regime will probably hunker down. Um, yeah, I could see them hunkering down pretty good. So, I can't see any significant revolution happening in, in Iran. Um, there are pro-Iranian rallies going across uh, Canada because, as I say, people are broken. Um, my mother actually, uh, my mother's a hairdresser, and she actually uh, cut the hair of um, an Iranian woman who escaped from Iran. Um, so I have heard of the horrible things that go on over there. Um, and why over here when, you know, women say they're oppressed or transgender people say they're oppressed or something. It's just, uh, I can't, can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. Like, 
you will die. If you are transgender, you would die being in Iran. Like, that's, like, I have a few uh, friends who are, are gay. Like, that's, I love them. They're awesome. I don't want to see them killed or oppressed or jailed or anything like that. And that's what would happen in Iran. You, if you are gay, you are killed. Period. Like, think about that. Okay? You know, women, if you take off your hijab, you will be thrown in jail. That's not cool, yo. <laughs> if, like, if you have a significant, like, look at your significant, if you're a dude and, and you have a wife or a girlfriend, look at, look at them. You know? Would you like to see them fucking oppressed? No. Like, legitimately. You know? Like, I got daughters, man. I'm, and I can't, I can't, I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but I can't, you know, look at my daughters and willingly accept that they're second rate. Because they fucking ain't, you know? Even with, you know, ex-wifey there. Like, No. They're, they're not, they're not second, women are not second rate to be, um, yeah, are not second rate to be, you know, oppressed and, 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 uh, treated so differently. That's, you know, so that's why I hate the hypocritical bullshit over here in, uh, in the West. Because they don't know. And like I said, uh, I, you know, talking to this lady, I learned a lot. And I'm glad. And I'm so happy that she made it here. Because she, you know, got to, you know, have her family and, and have a good life. And, and isn't ruled, you know, by on high. So, um, yeah. Basically, this event uh, was a good thing. So... Um, there will probably be more riots in Iraq um, because, again, the government is, is pretty awful there. It's corrupt as hell and is, isn't doing anything for people's lives. So, oh, sorry, that's the Canadian one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which is true, uh, but sad. Um, so, yeah, no, there will be more riots in Iraq. Um, yeah, Lebanon, Lebanon will most likely attack Israel. Uh, Palestine definitely will. Um, as I say, uh, Iran is basically you know, fist deep in Palestinian um, affairs. So um, Palestine and Lebanon, I believe, will probably get uppity. Lots of rockets. You know, Israelis will probably be taken hostage, etc., etc., um other than that I can't really see. I think I think I've pretty much squeezed you know all the blood out of that stone. Um Yeah, I can't I yeah, it's late. I can't think of anything else. Um I do uh, apologize for kind of going off the rails and I don't mean to insult people, but I just have no patience left when it comes to this stuff. And why am I giving a shit about 
this in particular is because this is important. And, like, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a freaking meme about World War Three. Now, granted, some of them are funny. Uh, most opinions are misguided and in, uninformed and just stupid. So, um, be thankful that this man is dead. And subsequent uh, confidants are, are, have been killed. Be thankful. Um, because ultimately, like I said, this will save lives. So, having said that, I uh, think I'm finished. Um, if I did miss anything or misspoke or anything like that, I will release an addendum episode in the coming days. Um, I hope that answered any questions. And, and again, like if you have any questions here or comments or anything like that, throw it up on the Facebook page. Um, the uh, Instagram page was um, zapped, but the Facebook page is still up and running. So... Um, throw any questions, comments on there, email me. I believe my email is on, on the Facebook page. If not, then, you know, let me know and I'll, I'll drop that as well. Um, this is an evolving situation, so things can change, but as of recording, everything I've said is, uh, accurate, um, to my knowledge anyway. Um, I believe I said it in another episode. I was, I, I, I want to be corrected if, if it's not, if I say something incorrect. You know, I, you know, get, like, this episode is basically based off the news. So, you know, grain of salt. <laughs> um, but like I said, in your daily life, if you know nothing about issues of the world, don't throw out opinions that can affect other people um, when it comes to this shit. You know, my mother asking me if <laughs> if we're going to war um, shouldn't occur. Um, multiple petitions to stay out of the war uh, shouldn't occur. That's dumb. You know, wiping your hand, like being like, oh, I wipe my hands of this shit. I got nothing to do. Blah, 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 blah. No, that's stupid. Okay. And in future, get informed about this stuff. That's that's a way to fix it right there. Get informed. Read a newspaper. <laughs> you know, read a book. Google some of this stuff. Yeah, don't don't listen to CNN or the Washington Post or the New York Times. No, don't listen to that shit. God no. But as it pertains to you know, the situation, you know, Google it. You know, read up on Iran and Iraq relations. Read up on American and Iran relations. Watch Argo for fuck's sakes. It's actually a pretty decent movie. Um, like, this isn't... It's not difficult to find information about this stuff. And if a turd like me can, you know be as informed as I am about this stuff. I'm pretty sure all you bastards listening to this <laughs> probably will too. Couldn't like you easily can. Um so yeah, get out there. Get informed before you open your mouth. Clean your room and like Jordan Peterson says, clean your room first. 
you know, clean your room before you try to change. And then how, like, if your room is a fucking mess and if your house is a mess, how dare you try and change the planet? You know nothing. Start small. Make your bed in the morning. Clean your room. Clean your house. Like, you work out from there. You know, once your life is in order, then you can go about changing the planet. You know. A 16-year-old does not know fuck all about the world economy. Sorry. Hashtag not sorry. You know, I'm just, I'm very tired of people having massive opinions about things they know nothing about. On subjects like this. Because this is causing fear and of something that's not going to happen. And I can't see, you know, this escalating into a large conflict. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't. And I don't want it to. I hope and pray that Iran is, you know, smart enough to see that maybe they should back off a bit. But if they start, you know, trying to play with the big boys, I absolutely think the United States should retaliate. And deter. You know? Because, like, that's, number one, it's the right thing to do. Um, but you can't just allow, you know, your citizens to be killed. Willy-nilly. There needs to be consequences. So, anyway, I'm going to bag on more and more and more, but it's just very important, and this is a very important episode. It's close to my heart, and I apologize if I've offended anyone, but, you know, facts don't give a fuck about your feelings, and that's just the way it is. Um, and I'm at the age now where I just have no patience for stupid shit or stupid people. Um, yeah, so like I said, any questions, um, comment, uh, like and subscribe the podcast. Um, I will be releasing an addendum if I missed anything. I don't know if I did, but I will have to analyze what is being said. Um, contact me. I ain't gonna bite. I ain't gonna bite you. Like, you want to talk? Let's talk about it. You know? I have no problem discussing really anything, let alone this. Um, this subject, like the geopolitical stuff, is near and dear to my heart. I find it fascinating. So, um, you want to chat? Let's chat. You know, if anything I said was unclear, you know, let me know. Um, if you, like, even if you, you know, want to hear more about this stuff in future, we can. If you want me to continue along the garbage philosophy, you know, we can. Um, I don't like the sound of my own voice, but that's one of the reasons why I don't edit. <laughs> Another reason is, this is me. I don't want to, I don't, I, people ask that, why don't you edit? I don't want to play around with, with, you know, what's being said, whether it be me or other people. I don't want to play around with that. That's not the point. So, yeah, anyway, I'm going to digress again, right off a cliff. So, like and subscribe, um, contact me if, uh, yeah, contact me if, if you have anything to say. Um, I hope this opened some eyes, but I do love y'all. So, um, I am, and remember, I am that dude, I'm your boy Blue, Mr. Brightside himself, the garbage philosopher, Joshy, Josh, Sclabby, whatever you want to call me. 
that's me. And I am here for you. So, we'll talk to you soon. Till next time, homies. Peace.